You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever app you're using, and of course... Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Yes, hello, Twitch Room. We are your NXT friends. Friends. We are Up Next. We are the BDE, Braden and Davey, and we talk about NXT, and I don't know if you've heard, NXT's dead. NXT's dead, apparently. Guys, NXT's, NXT's dead. Um, NXT is not dead. NXT is life. He's very much alive in ah, the after tonight. So yes. come on! Wow, uh, what a weekend it's been. Yes, we will definitely be jumping into Takeover 36 that we just watched. We just did a just did a post. Uh, sorry, not a post uh, show. This, this is the post show. We did a watch along. We did a watch along for SummerSlam. <laughs> kind we, of. Then we didn't do a post show for SummerSlam. <laughs> and then we we had a tailgate for all our patrons at Patreon.com/slash/upnext. Holy cow, was that fun! We got pretty. We got pretty heated. And oh, pretty the, lit for the that. tailgate. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. a party. It, Shout out. It, it, well, I think that's why the the post show never happened. <laughs> those, all those margaritas, mezcal margaritas. Oh, mezcal we had. margaritas, Woo! our new thing. Yeah, the biggest party of the summer was in our is in our house over Zoom with our patrons. Uh, then then we did a little thing called Up Next Summer, which was our BDE games, these Twitch games that we've come up with that you have created that Dickie's jumped on board and now it's turned into these crazy shows and must watch events and well I don't want to spoil anything here but you gotta watch the YouTube videos youtube.com slash up next and on the Instagram IGTV things or whatever there at up next podcast you have to watch the video that Dickie put together for the match between myself and Fire Frank world champ patron who won to challenge me 
Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have oh time, God. I strongly encourage you to just watch the whole thing. Yes. Uh, watch the replay. We had... Well, I understand not everyone has two and a half hours, but we have isolated certain clips, yes. and especially the main event video. Uh, this guy just keeps outdoing himself. Yeah, at Dickie Bird him. Media. Wow, he's become one of us in the fam here, and he's just incredible, talented guy. He should be working for the Fed or for AEW. We're trying to get him a job. So that one day he can just give us free tickets to the shows. It's all a cycle, circle it's, of it's life. All a, yeah. It's all a plan. No, he's just a genius. Uh, so go check those out. But yeah, we had our own show here. We did Eric Marcotte and Nate Milton, TNA, being the tag team of Labor Ready, I think is what they called themselves. And they went up against Martin Bushby, Martin Bushby from BWE, the British Wrestling Experience, and a mystery partner that ended up being Chris, and I'm forgetting his last name. Ely. <laughs> Chris, Chris Ely, Ely, which we called them the team of Chris Martin. Martin Chris Vaughn, Coldplay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, which you created this game that was like a flash round of trivia. And then if you got questions, mean you got money. And then you could buy matches to make a dream match card with existing NXT TakeOver. Exactly. Yeah, it was pretty elaborate and pretty awesome. And Nate and Eric, well... well the, 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 we're encouraging people to watch this yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. only dropped a couple of hours yeah, ago. Yeah, go people watch it. Busy. Watch, go watch the show. Because there's also a flag match. There is. Eric Mar- no, Eric Marcotte's on the other one. Chris it was Leone. Chris Leone and Dickie Bird in a flag match, which was pretty insane. And then if you want to talk about insane, you want to talk about crazy, loco. Well, Davey Portman had a rap battle. I did. Against John Ceno Evil. And well, uh, I, the video clip is isolated on YouTube. You'll never see it coming. You'll never <laughs> see it coming. And then, of course, the main event, Fire Frank and the Bray D. It all goes down. It, it, it was it was a spectacle, and we love doing these things, and they're so much fun. So shout out Davey Portman for putting in all this hard work on the Twitch, and shout out to Dickie for all those crazy videos because they were awesome, and everyone enjoyed them. The pop in the room went insane. Oh, yeah. If, it, it was just like the CM Punk pop on Friday. Pretty much. But, but over Twitch. Yeah. Uh, you know, before we jump into TakeOver, I did a quick like little bonus hanging out with my friends show on this very free feed that a lot of people seem to check out, so thanks, guys. Uh, what what are some quick thoughts? Because then you came home. Well, actually, I went out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was coming home with Sam when we were getting Popeyes. Cause it was like three something in the morning. And then I see you. Coming so home then, from work. So then me and you went back home and then we wa- I watched it all with you again. Uh, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was exactly what it needed to be. Um, one of the best re- moments in wrestling in so, so long. All he did was come out and talk. It was, oh, but it was perfect. Yeah. Um, I thought the... The comments about WWE sort of um, saying like he left wrestling in 2000, what was it, 2005 uh, when he left ROH and saying that he was never going to get better in the place that made him sick in the first place. Um, I feel that there are sometimes the kind of jabs to and forth I don't really like. In this case, it's such a part of CM Punk's story. CM Punk left wrestling because of that company. He lost the the passion of the thing he loved because of that company. And I feel in that instance, it was justified. It's He's now found somewhere where wrestling is alive and thriving. And it's the scene he wanted to be in. Um, and he's he's back. He's back with the people. Yeah, uh, it was it was great. I had goosebumps. Uh, I don't blame that guy for bawling. No, man. Uh, like we look, we all love professional wrestling here and we all want to be invested and be involved. And it's because moments like that, it's because of big returns and pops and fantastic moments in matches. And, and CM Punk coming back to wrestling is definitely up there. Uh, it will be remembered for a long, long time. Yeah. And I cannot wait to see what he does. 
Like it's Absolutely. only the beginning here. We're going to get to see him wrestle guys like Darby Allen. We're going to see him get wrestle guys like Adam Cole. We're going to get to see him wrestle guys <laughs> like Pete Dunne. No, wait, no, wait, hold, no, wait. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm super excited to see Punk tied up with all these guys. Yeah. Darby, Jungle Boy, MJF, uh, Kenny Omega. Definitely needs to happen. That's the big money match, I think, there. And then this is just, what, the first piece of the puzzle? Because rumors still flying of where the hell Daniel Bryan is. Because Becky Lynch and Brock Lesnar came back. I don't know if you saw that. Great. I did, yeah. So uh, it was I know you saw. yesterday. <laughs> I didn't. I went to sleep. We were meant to do a post show, but uh, the tailgate got rowdy, and we had people swimming in lucha masks. We had we had hot box in lucha masks. We had dogs. We had up to four or five dogs in the Zoom. So thing. many dogs. There were the people tailgate. driving. Someone was at Chris Stapleton in a VIP box, just yep. still in the tailgate. Uh, we had we had a little bit of everything. But then the show just got us really sad. Uh, it yeah. was, uh, I, we've both now watched the whole show. Um, I kind of fell asleep during the Goldberg match. You just went to bed after the, uh, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair thing. I went, well, so maybe let's start with that. The moment that put you to bed. Yeah. Okay. So Becky Lynch is awesome. And there was rumors that Sasha Banks was not going to be on this card. Yeah. According, if you look at the internet, apparently. But then I'm watching the show going, okay, so is they're, they're going to make a switch here. Is that, are they going to put Becky in this spot? Is that what's happening? That would be pretty sweet. No, they play the video that's like five minutes long of this storyline that I can't really follow, which should be just a classic, simple rematch of WrestleMania, Sasha and Bianca, which I loved. But instead, they make you sit through this video, and then all of a sudden, the, the announcer guy goes, uh, and sorry, Sasha Banks is unable to compete, so uh, we got a competitor who's filling in the spot. What laziness. And you, you make people sit through that. Like, what the fuck? Carmella comes out. I go, okay, they're, they're either really doing this or they're playing us. Mm. And then it just like they did it to piss you off to make Becky's pop bigger. Becky's pop would have been bigger right right when that yeah. – it would have been bigger when it just hit. Uh, it was kind of a misstep. And if I thought that was a misstep, well, then Becky comes in and is like, hey, why don't I face Bianca Belair? So instantly everyone's like, okay, okay. And no, rock bottom, boom, it's over. What? You just did this. That like you just bizarre. ruined this for 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 Bianca. Like what an up and coming star. The crowd didn't know how to react from it. Bianca has been on such a hot streak. She's yeah. one of the the few things on main roster that are worth watching. Um, the the moment at WrestleMania with Sasha was huge. Yeah. It, it will definitely be talked about when we do our end of year shows. And her reign just ending like that. It's against someone who wasn't even announced to be in the match. I, I found it super disrespectful. And uh, for, to, to start with, yeah, I felt the, the playing the video of Sasha Banks, like it should have been addressed. You should have... How, how fantastic was the promotion for CM Punk coming back? Yeah. They never mentioned it. They sold out that arena, the biggest arena they've worked at this point. Right. Because everyone knew. It's like, oh, okay, we're not dumb. You, you could... We've, we've known this for days now. You could have uh, you could have this uh, mystery opponent and Bianca drop a, a line about like it can be any man, woman, or child or something like that, where you go, oh, okay, it's going to be Becky, right. and get people excited about it. Yeah. Instead, Becky comes out and it's just, oh, our stars are back. Let's make Charlotte champion again for the fourteenth time or whatever right. it is, twelfth, um, and let's make Becky champion again. And Becky. Like she comes off a complete heel in that. Yeah. Doing the, the shaking the hands yeah. and just a cheap shot. 
that is not how we want Becky Lynch coming back. Yeah. Not yet, at least. Becky, Becky's doing Bianca dirty, and then Becky's just going to get shit on by the culture now. Like, this is not the right... It's bizarre. No, really. It's so bizarre. It actually... It, I, I did. I was upset that I was like, all right, you know what? I think I'm, I'm done. I'm tapping out for this. And I then just, there was... I, I'm normally... Like, if you listen yeah. to us, I'm normally the more positive, optimistic one about main roster. Yeah. I don't like the TV, but when it has come to these pay-per-views, I've actually found enjoyment over in them in the last few years because i've i've seen it's kind of finally the talent being like right okay let's have a good match then normally you have been some pretty good matches even in these empty arena ones this was a full stadium and they put shit out like alexa bliss versus eva marie um you got nakamura make his entrance for no match i did like that though (laughs) <laughs> you've got drew mcintyre versus jinder there was all this stuff there was a sword sleep. there was a sword i um, mean we got ponytail brock goru brock oh, that's but Goro. that's what i'm getting at when the good shit finally happens edge versus seth rollins which i i did really enjoy i was so burnt out by that point and then yeah. ponytail brock coming out at the end sure i liked it i liked the main event i thought they did a lot more than i was actually expecting them to and i thought cena I think Cena looked better than he did in his the end of his last run when he had the Roman match. But I didn't care. I'd lost all faith at that point. And I don't know why I have faith in the first place. Yeah, that didn't do me to that didn't move the needle there with the Cena Roman stuff. I think I'm I think I'm not in, into it Roman as much as many mm. people are, but I still think he's great. I still thought I think his promo work is just really improved. He just looks like a badass. So anything he says is good, yeah. but he's still a guy who does a Superman punch as his like only move mm. really and it kind of it's like cena does the shoulder blocks and this guy does the superman punch it's there i see i see it through it i see through it but i i think he's all right but seth and edge put on a really good match i thought that yeah, was they had good. the match of the night that was definitely sure. the match of the night uh not the match of the weekend absolutely not the match of the weekend <laughs> yeah uh SummerSlam put us to bed and that's the first time ever that we were just like you know what people won't be mad go listen to john away shout out post wrestling yeah <laughs> Because we just didn't want to, we didn't want to do it. The Becky thing definitely soured me. Like Bianca won in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, and you did her dirty. They just won the the SB award. They've been oh. pushing for the historical. Oh, moment. salt in the wow. wound! Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. Becky's back. Yeah. Uh, well, that was it's shame because we we like Becky and we want to get excited about that. But yeah. there's just the way they handle this shit. Yeah. Um, but alas. Yeah, well, we will. If NXT is dead, we'll still be talking about it on Tuesday nights in Up Next. And we'll also be your Dynamates on Wednesdays. And we record both these shows, Up Next and BD Elite, Tuesdays and Wednesday nights. And we record them live on Twitch, just like we are right now. So, heads up, if you want to hang out after watching these shows, come hang out in the Twitch room. And uh, they're usually a lot of fun. So, shout out the Twitch room and stuff. But let's get into it. Let's talk about TakeOver 36. NXT is dead. Is what we're calling it. I just—it's a joke of a joke now. It is. Uh, yeah, it's kind of we flipped it now. Uh, well, Trey Baxter's dead from that pre-show. Match oh yeah. As well. Oh yeah. Trey. Trey ba- Baxter. <laughs> poor Trey Baxter. Uh, poor Trey Baxter. Ridge Holland killed him with the what is it? The snowplow. He does. It is like the snowplow. Um, yeah. In just a couple of minutes, then calls out Thatcher ahead of their match oh. this Tuesday. Pete Dunn was hanging around. Yeah. Not sure what's going to happen with him. There's rumors that he's. Not going to stay with NXT hmm. or WWE, which I think he should. I think he is a perfect fit that they just haven't used, utilized yet. But yeah. He should have his day soon, but I don't know. Um, but he's there. He was, he was chilling. But we do start off NXT TakeOver 36 live from the CWC with Cameron Grimes 
going up against L.A. Knight. And, of course, Ted DiBiase is in the corner of Cameron Grimes. Because I'm going to talk to all you people who just don't watch the, the weekly stuff or listen to the weekly stuff. The story here is Ted DiBiase was trolling Cameron Grimes because Cameron Grimes was being just fragrant with his money. And DiBiase had to bring him down a level. Yeah. And then he brought in the million-dollar title, and then there was a ladder match for that title with L.A. Knight and Grimes. L.A. Knight won. He became the champ. And then somehow, someway, Cameron Grimes lost another match where he became L.A. Knight's butler. Mm. And then fast forward now, Ted DiBiase is putting himself on the line to beat L.A. Knight's butler and replace versus the title on the line in this match. So either way, Cameron Grimes isn't going to be a butler yeah. after tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Win-win for Cameron Grimes. Yeah, I think he won the long game anyway. Yeah, yeah, but they had kind of sleeper matches the last time these guys have tied up here. Two TNA Impact regulars, LA mm. Knight and Cameron Grimes. Were, were there Eli Drake and Trevor Lee? Trevor Lee, yeah. yeah. Well, this, this comes out and, well, Cameron Grimes still has the butler outfit, but the Million Dollar Man comes out with him in a Million Dollar Trash Can. And they take the butler clothes off, revealing the sparkly new million dollar gear for Cameron Grimes because he knows the, the championship. Yeah, it's like a black sequined yeah. waistcoat with the Ooh. dollars on it. Dollars on the side of the pants look very nice. So uh, Cameron Grimes comes down to the ring. Then LA Knight, the champion, who's got um, – they give him a tail of the tape and it says his strengths are cocky and strength. They, they say his, his – Cock strength. Cock strength, yeah. <laughs> LA Knight coming down to the ring. And he's ready here. Um, there's a million-dollar dream attempt from Cameron Grimes early on that gets blocked. Uh, Ted helps him on the outside by th- throwing Cameron Grimes into L.A. Knight with this running drop kick. But it looks like Cameron Grimes takes a part of the bump because he drops back first onto the steps, which oh, would yeah. actually cut him open. It, mm. it like made a line, like a scratch, and then like some blood that would come out back later. Shoulder, yeah. yeah, really gross, really gnarly. Really cool. So there's a guillotine in the ropes from L.A. Knight beating down on Grimes here. He smells blood. There's a Rana that's blocked into a pop-up powerbomb from L.A. Knight, which looked nice. There's then uh, a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker and then a moonsault attempt from Knight. Not usually his bag, but he misses that. This moonsault was crazy. This was like a a springboard up to the top rope. Like not the turnbuckle, just the rope. Yeah, just the middle of the ropes, like Kota Ibushi style. This looked awesome. It's but inter- he missed it. It's interesting you say Kota Ibushi style because he also hits this like uh, bulldog off the top that's like an old school wrestler, kind of FTR vibes mm. here, and then hits a, a burning hammer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> LA Knight hitting a burning hammer and then what? The golden moonsault, essentially. Yeah. He's just all these crazy moves. Uh, Cameron does have this like fire up, almost Cameron, uh, Daniel Bryan-like, the running drop kicks in the corner and everything. Uh, they're going back and forth. There's the collision course, which is the like jumping, catching, shooting star power slam thing. Yeah, like the Spanish fly power slam yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, that's the best way to it's, describe it. Uh, the timing was slightly off here. It was Grimes skinning the cat as uh, Knight's running the ropes. And you could see Knight sort of stop to run the ropes again to time it right. And... It looked like Grimes landed right on his face, uh, landing this move. Still looked very cool, but Grimes clearly busted open after this because he's bleeding. Now he's bleeding from the face. The from the the face. The <laughs> There's more blood in this match. I love it. There's then uh, a German suplex off the top from LA Knight. And this is like Kurt Angle jumping up like a cat. And mm. then a full rotation German from Cameron Grimes here. There's the million dollar sleeper hold, but it's blocked here. And then again, they're now trying to get both of each other in it. There's then... Some kerfuffle with the, the title belt when L.A. Knight wants to leave, but Ted DiBiase's on the outside and nails L.A. Knight, throws him back in, and then 
we don't know really what's going on. So he throws the, the belt into Cameron, which then the ref is distracted again. So LA Knight's on the outside again. And then he gets put in the million dollar dream. And then he gets put asleep, gets put back in the ring. And as he stands up, Cameron Grimes runs at him with what I would call a picture perfect cave-in. This might be the best one he's hit. This looked awesome. And Cameron Grimes pins LA Knight to become the new million dollar champion. And you know where he's going? To the moon. That's right. Uh, this was awesome. I, I loved their, their last match. They had the, the singles match on TV where uh, Grimes became the butler. This, I think, might have outdone it. Just both have really good chemistry. Um, Knight, Knight continues to impress me, actually. He's, he's giving me more than I thought he was about. Uh, and it's really, it's really cool to see. Um, just this whole feud, I feel, is what wrestling should be. After each match, I felt more about Grimes as a babyface, more of LA Knight as a heel, and of, as capable performers. Each match they've improved, and I think this was the great, like, the great cap to this feud. But both guys I look at in a better light than I did before. I found the, the vignettes pretty entertaining most weeks. The and, golf. And, yeah, <laughs> even the golf. But... Sure, I'd like to see both these guys maybe get in something a bit more serious. But from beginning to end, they nailed this feud and these matches. And I thought this was a great way to kick off the show. Yeah, like I said, the last two times that they tied up, it was like a sleeper hit. Like we were like, oh, okay. And the first was a ladder. And then we were like, oh, we want to watch him wrestle in a real match. And then it was good, but it was TV. And it was still it was good. And this was really good. This was a takeover level match from these two. And I, you got to give it credit to both of these guys. And I'm, I can't believe LA Knight is like becoming this amazing wrestler he clearly worked like i watched this guy a lot mm. in impact and i always thought he was an amazing talker but his wrestling really seemed old school it looked like nwa power was his fit mm. and now he's coming in here he's hanging around these guys he's doing moonsaults and burning hammers the whole feud felt old school with these like, yeah these sprinklings of more modern stuff it really worked The the stuff with ted was a bit clunky at the end yeah. but i kind of don't care we got yeah. to see him do the million dollar dream and it was a payoff to his story as well he didn't take the bump he didn't take the bump so, no yeah no yeah that's great so but you can yeah. sell the sh- the last million last dollar dream jacket sh- jacket or something yeah last million dollar dream ever no not the ever i'm sure he does yeah. it every photo op he does but yeah i i, I thought this was this was cute, is what it was. It was the story was silly and ridiculous, and then it came together with an actual great match between the guys. I, I loved it, yeah. And it was a good spot to open the show with because it gave it made everyone in a good mood. Cameron yeah. Grimes got the, got the title. We're okay. Everyone's okay. He's, like he's just growing and growing as this baby face, and uh, it, it's a real shame. And I feel like I'm going to say this a lot on this show. It's a real shame this wasn't in an arena in Vegas this weekend. Yeah, uh, because I I think Grimes is someone where you'd get a great reaction. Sure, NXT might not be as popular as it used to be, but I think people want to enjoy these shows, and someone like Grimes is someone that you'll definitely get behind. Yeah, they would be hot for Grimes. Mm. They are even here. The little crowd here in CWC is pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure. They definitely get loud. They were louder than any TV taping in the past while. Mm. Like They actually sounded like a like a crowd that knew what was going on. Yeah. Shout out Darren also, who's always in the chat fire hazard on Twitch. Cause he's always in our Facebook groups, giving us updates of all the shows he goes to. He, he does, he watches our watch alongs while he's in the show with yeah, an earbud. He listens to us. He's got a Bluetooth earbud and he listens to us for our co- live commentary. So bless that guy, Darren. We fucking love you. But we go to our next match here at takeover for, first, first off. So good. Like great start here with Grimes and, and Knight. but we go to the NXT women's championship match. 
the champion, Raquel Gonzalez, versus the challenger, Dakota Kai. As long as she has her back, she'll always be, always champion. be champion. Ain't that right, Davey? Yeah. It's always right. Well, Dakota Kai looking pretty in pink. Really pink hair here. Uh, yeah, her hair's got pink up. Hell yeah. Very pink. Like, uh, not like Poppy. What are those? That metal band. Pink Baby Pink, I think, is something like that. Uh, Rick, And we got Red Raquel. She's coming out yeah, red. Yeah, it looked like to me that they both raided Eva Marie's, like, wardrobe. Okay. And Raquel's wearing Eva's, like, gear from her first run, the all red. And Dakota's taking her pink hair. Yeah, so Raquel's got like this like red, almost Britney Spears, Michael Jackson thriller. Yeah, very Oops, I Did It Again. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, no, so, Oops, yeah. I Did It Again is... Yeah, you no, may be right. Oops, I... Yeah, come on, I know my Britney. Free Britney. Free Br- she is freed. Is she freed? She's freed, bro. When? Like I've last been so week. so busy with Up Next Summer. This week. She's, she's actually freed? Yeah, they freed her. Good for her. They freed Britney, guys. They did it. The the red one, the red jumpsuit. Because when I saw her, I saw her in Vegas. And the best part of her show is she's in, as an angel. Mm. And it's every time, you know that Britney mm. song? And then when it's done, she falls and the wings like clip off and yeah. she drops. And then when she hits the floor, all these like, I don't know, like spirits or something go on top of her. And then like almost instantly, they all like jump off like she's like the Hulk spot when or jobbers when they're all on top and you mm. push them all. And all of a sudden, she's in the red jumpsuit, and the song hits, and she's like, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, what just happened? Like, that was impressive. Lip syncing or not, Britney Damn. Spears is, is freed. So Britney's free. So are you saying Britney Spears could be all elite? Britney she's Spears is all elite? She's going to AEW? That'd be fucking nuts. She's got to do a theme for someone. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Uh, well, Rick, Red Raquel I have here in the Oops, I Did It Again. No, hit me, baby, one more time. Oops, we, I did it again. Have we figured out which... Yeah, no, it's, no, it's Oops, I did it again. Oops, I did yeah, it again. I was very confident when I first said okay, it. Okay, okay. I, I remember... The, I like Toxic music video for That's Toxic. That's a good one. Yeah, that was a better one. Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, women's title here. These two start off really fast, really technical, and we get the scorpion kick from Dakota pretty early here, and I don't know how she does it. It's like the kick over her own head to kick someone in front of you. There's a fallaway slam from Gonzalez for a near fall, and then there's a fallaway slam off the top for a near fall. Raquel's getting a little frustrated and ends up getting the pump kick, but it sends her to the outside. Dakota couldn't capitalize. That's the kick that broke her up. It was a breakup kick. So... Now they're on the outside, and Raquel's coming back in and gets hit with this, like, rope-hung code breaker from Kai for a near fall. Raquel comes back with a sidewalk slam and goes for the Chingona bomb, but it's blocked into a triangle. And in midair, Raquel now uses Dakota, who's trying to put her in a triangle in midair, and swings her into the turnbuckle. This is pretty crazy. The first swing was really quick, and Dakota, her head went, like, between the top and second turnbuckle, missing yeah. it. Actually, the speed it was looked at was crazy. She did it twice. And then the second time when she actually clocks her, it's yeah. like, oh. But I, I felt like just how far she was swinging the first time around made it look even more crazy. She was swinging her. And it, she hit the turnbuckle twice here. Not enough to beat her. Not enough to put her down. So Dakota gets back up and goes for the scorpion kick again. But it's blocked and countered into a sit-out powerbomb here. Almost like a Batista bomb. Looked awesome. For a near fall. Dakota and Raquel both get to their feet and they're exchanging strikes and it's this super kick from hell from Dakota. You just hear the smack of... It oh, was, it, I think she got her. She hit her right in the chin and Raquel sells it like Tomohiro Ishii here. Gets up, fires up and starts doing the chin wag like the 
Come on, fuck it, you. Uh. It was funny because if you watch the replay here, after the super kick, you see Dakota for a second be like, oh shit, oh, are you okay? Are you like, okay? hands up. And I almost think De- uh, Raquel here was like, yeah, you got me, but I'm good. I'm yeah, good. I, she got a chin. So she then says, fuck you. But Dakota reciprocates with the chiropractor, which is like the flipping over into the backstabber inverted. It looks nuts. But Raquel kicks out of that. She goes up top for the death stomp off the top. Ra- Raquel doesn't quite sell it like it's coup de gras, but it's only she a near fall. on legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was only a near fall. Then Raquel somehow gets caught on the turnbuckle, and it's almost like Dakota sets her up for the Cheeky Nando's kick, but it's the Cheeky Nando's into the classic Dakota pump kick, mm-hmm. running pump kick. So it's more like a Cheeky Evie kick, I guess. Uh, but it's a, she goes for it again, and it's blocked. And this is now when they're both on the top turnbuckle. She counters this, lifts Dakota Kai up on the top turnbuckle with one hand, and then uses both to jump off with a super Chingona bomb an avalanche chingona bomb, whatever you want to call it, off the top, and Raquel Gonzalez pins Dakota Kai to retain the women's title. Woo! Two out of two for me so far. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this match. I think it, it's great. I, I really wanted Dakota to win. We've been watching her for years now in NXT, and it really feels like she's, she's at that point where she could be champ, and this is the biggest story she's had, and definitely could see her beating Raquel. But... That aside, it was so nice to see her just have a great takeover match in a singles because yeah. she hasn't really had them. Um, both women delivered. I think uh, I, I, it feels obviously they're paired together on TV. I feel these two must be kind of close in real life as well because felt like they were going a little heavier than they normally would. Um, and that's definitely when you see kind of friends fight, I've noticed in wrestling. Uh, really good chemistry, great counters for... Um, just going the kicks against all the big power moves I thought worked really well. Um, yeah, really, in, really enjoyed this match. Yeah, I really got into it. I love the build, the whole setup. It, it definitely screams Dakota was the baby face, even though she's the one who kicked a friend in the face. So yeah. that, it's all kind of backwards, but it's literally just letting you pick who you want to mm. fight for. You can pick who really side you're on here. And the crowd were on both sides. Yeah, but they got into it. I was a little sad Dakota didn't get her win here, but it, Raquel has been very impressive for me. She's been a very dominant champion. I know there's rumors of, of Dakota moving up to the main roster. Well, Dakota's been on um, some main events, mm. and like dark matches and stuff. Uh, so obviously the kind of the powers that be have been having a look at people uh, up there. So maybe this is Dakota's swan song. I wouldn't mind a rematch. You could do this program for another whole month and set up for the second. You could do paper. another on TV. Yeah. But it, I mean, after the match, it seems we know where the direction is. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I, I still think Dakota has that NXT run in her. She should have won the title and then fought Shayna, who came back for yeah, that match. that would have been nice. Yeah, I think it still needs to happen. Or Raquel can stand tall after the match. And Kaylee Ray comes out. Yeah, um, I think that's pretty good move. We've been saying like if we, we were saying before this match, Dakota, we feel has more options as champions. You can go to that Io Shirai match, uh, whereas Raquel has kind of gone through everyone. I think Kaylee Ray, she's had that epic run with the title on NXT UK. Uh, we've seen her in War Games. She's been around for a while. I think it makes sense bringing her over to NXT for someone fresh for Raquel to go against. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of okay with this. Yeah, Kaylee Ray from NXT UK. We've seen her. She was in a War Games match. She was in the War Games match, yeah. yeah. 
Obviously, uh, fought Michael Satamora in those two matches as well recently. So she's the former champ. Yeah, she had a. She was re- the longest reigning champion, I think. Yeah, they've only had a few, I think, but yeah. still longest for quite a while there. But yeah, is this just a sign to be that they're taking some talent over here from NXT? Let's read between the lines. Yeah, I mean, we've been we've been saying Ilya's over here, huh. Walter's over here, Pete has obviously been over here. Yeah. Now Kaylee Ray. What does it all mean, Basil? What could it be? What, why, are, why are some of these UK did, did stars... Did Mustache Mountain win that tag match? Oh, I, d- I didn't watch it. We had a lot going on this week. Yeah. I, I guess not. We would see that they became champs. Would we? It's NXT UK. I don't know. Well, I think we're answering our own question here, that why are all, suspiciously all these NXT guys jumping over here, and gals, coming over here, are they going to be making some changes? I swear they just inked a new deal with that show. And it's maybe it's, it's, I, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're just we're just it's interesting. Tying it up. Maybe there'll be a merger. Or some or or build to something like an event a world's collide or something. Maybe not at the moment. But yeah. no, I think this is a good move. I, I think the women's division kind of uh needs a challenger for Raquel right now, and there was no one really s- screaming out yeah. to go next. Yeah, that could be a good little program. Kaylee Ray is pretty good. Mm. So yeah. We go to our next match, the match we've all been looking forward to, the rematch of the year, the UK title. On the line, the champion Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. This is a rematch from last year on NXT UK where Dragunov challenged Walter and it was just taped in an empty arena over there across the pond and these two beat the shit out of each other for like 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, a lot of people said it was their match of the year, full stop, any company, anything in pro wrestling last year. In fact, we do a show called Best Match Ever on our Patreon, and every year we compile votes from our listeners to help make the list of the top 10, and it was voted from all our listeners that this was, in fact, match uh, of the year. It, 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 it was an awesome match. Yeah. I've watched it uh, quite a few times, and we are all interested in seeing this one and now it's happening over here and i definitely would have thought this would be cool in an arena because even if you don't know who these people were you get two minutes into this and oh, you are you're str- yeah you're 100%. strapped in so strap in and or you're terrified i don't know which and honestly I, i'm sure listening to this it's a takeover show you you've probably already watched this but listening i already have to tell you to stop and go watch this match yeah Please. Pause the show. Watch the match. I've it's been one watching of the best matches of the year. I've been watching NXT for a long time. I have a lot of podcasts about NXT and takeovers, and I have to say it's probably one of the best takeover matches, full stop, that I have witnessed. And here it is: Walter Dragonov two, and Walter looking a little jacked here, looking a little lean, looking some clean. Yeah, he did look a little trimmer. Yeah, unusual. And as we expected, it is. Chaos. They are flying at each other. Dragonov, obviously, a little bit tinier than Walter. And he's got that bandage on his forehead from a few weeks ago on NXT. This week, wasn't it? Yeah. And it doesn't last long on his face. Oh, no. It definitely falls off really quickly. And everyone watching is like, when is it going to get cracked open? Mm. And when will there be blood? Well, there will be blood. Uh, There's a bunch of chops. There's flying headbutts. Walter comes at him for a running cross body and gets caught by Dragonov, who lifts him in the air with his power slam. Just insane. There's mat wrestling. There's arm bars. There's this this setup. Yeah, just that, them transitioning from each other, going for these like heel hooks and arm bars. Just the way they're working and everything looked. You you'd see the same moves on a Monday night, and it would be we're going to commercial break. But everything was so like 
hooked in tight. Everything looked painful. The two guys are just selling it like death the whole time. The, the spot here is Walter keeps trying to go for chops, but Dragunov is literally catching him yeah. before he can chop him. But finally, gets Walter gets him on the top rope and chops him. And he goes flying. It sounds like a gunshot. There's then a powerbomb on the apron. There's then a German back in the ring into a Boston Crab. And it looks like Walter's going for a pile driver. But that gets turned into a back, like back slam from, from Dragunov. There's then the Constantine special, which is like the spin around in the ropes, turned into a Uranagi, which was a two count, which this looked nasty. Dude, swinging Uranagi here. Not as, not quite as good as Becky Lynch's manhandle slam. Oh, didn't, didn't. Didn't put him away, did no, he? True. Didn't get the job done. Yeah. Uh, Walter then hits him with a series of chops and boots to the face. It's basically a mugging. It is a murder. It's just chaos. And this is where Ilya fires up. He's hitting elbow strikes and clotheslines and, and everything. Dra- Dragunov's hitting Walter with these chops to the back of the neck. And both of these guys, like I mentioned there was blood. It's their chest that just looked like dog food. Oh, it's like black and oh, blue. Oh, my God. So... They're beating the hell out of each other. This is awesome, champs. There's the flying drop kick and senton off the top from Ilya. Then the torpedo, which is caught in midair into the sleeper, but he gets out a torpedo and then another one, but it's a two count. There's then chops. There's a superplex off the top, which look like both guys just from Ilya. Died. Yeah. Holy. There's then power bombs from Walter. There's then a power bomb laying him out. And he looks at the turnbuckle. He goes up top. This is how Walter won the UK title. The powerbomb and the splash off the top. But Ilya kicks out and locks in a sleeper of his own onto Walter here. There's then more strikes killing each other. Strikes, elbows, boots, more chops, the sleeper. And Ilya somehow gets out of it. And Ilya's dead. But he starts hitting these elbows to the back. And Ilya Dragunov puts Walter in his own finishing move, the sleeper hold. After taking those blows and strikes, Walter in the sleeper instantly taps out and new Ilya Dragunov, the UK NXT champion. Holy shit. What a war. Uh, Yeah, this was incredible. Uh, Match of the night, match of the weekend. Possibly match of the year so far. Definitely. Uh, this was nuts. Um, they totally delivered in the first match. Having the crowd here was great to like see it with actual people here. Um, the story, just Ilya not giving up and just getting murdered and, and kicking out of Screaming. all these callbacks to the other like epic matches Volta's had in this reign um, with the different finishes. Um, the, the like counters of the submissions were, were fantastic. And then... Even, I, I love Walter just tapping immediately. Like, re- realistically, that's when you're watching a proper fight. The, a submission isn't held in for very long. Right. Like, you know right away, this is going to break my arm. This is going to break my neck. Whatever. You tap. You don't wait and f- try and fight and wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tap, tap, tap. So it, it kind of added the, to the believability of this. Ilya had his number. He was just attacking that neck at the end with those vicious chops and forearms to set up for this sleeper. This was awesome. This was so good. And I, I'm going to put it on again to watch very soon. Yeah, we're probably going to watch this later tonight <laughs> yeah. after doing this show because it's honestly one of those matches. I got to watch it back. Uh, we did a, a po- uh, sorry a watch along with this. And we, we were joined by a friend of the show, Dickie Bird. And he was going nuts. And our Twitch chat was going nuts. It's, it's something I, I have to watch back. It was 
it was a war. Like these guys just put on something, be- some beautiful symphony of violence is what this was. It's just like chops. And, and yeah, Walter, we, if you know enough, you know, Walter's this badass, but Dragunov, man, he is like just this bat out of hell, this tornado, this rocket. Uh, they need to put the rocket on him. Strong as well. The way he was throwing Volter around at points. Damn, this guy is is hot. And now is the UK champion. The title reign of what? Like fucking over almost two years. Like we saw him win this at TakeOver in 2019 in New York, in New Brooklyn. York. Yeah, just insane. So yeah, a new direction for the NXT UK title. And I'm, I, I could have seen this going either way because Walter's epic reign, but definitely the right guy to do it. It also kind of makes the Pete win make a little bit more sense. Illy is the champion and he's already got a challenger lined up in Pete Dunne because he's going to win over him. And that's something I wouldn't mind seeing again. So yeah, definitely. it kind of makes that, it was still baffling booking, but it's nice. Like, what, uh, sorry, Dragunov's won this title and we kind of know the direction we're going in right away. Yeah. Uh, this 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 match is awesome. Go watch this match. Go watch it again. Uh, definitely, we'll be talking about it for this the rest of the year. But instantly, the match of the week. Instantly, the match of the weekend. All yep. that stuff. Just wow. Uh, this Dragonoff kid's great. Where does Walter go? He lost. Does he go to main roster? Does he fight people like Bobby Lashley and stuff? Yeah, it, that's on him. Does, I, it, does he want to move to the states? He's always been pretty like against that because obviously i want that walter joe match so losing the uk title means he could go after the nxt title and that's instantly next takeover just book it just just go fuck it we have this now stay Mm -hmm. here for a month and we'll make a takeover 37 whatever and this is the match and let's go like just do it it's possible just do it Uh, and dragonov i I can't i can't help you you gotta do it i can't you got to you i also in a in a fantasy world dragonov versus darby because they're both insane yeah Dragonov would take his head off, I think. Yeah. And Darby would then put would put it back on. Be like, <laughs> bring it. But yeah, uh, great, great match. I absolutely love this. Yeah, this These guys awesome. killed each other. Beautiful. Rematch of the year. Possibly the rematch of the year again. Yeah. Meaning match of the year. Five stars. We go to Grimes and Ted DiBiase. They're in the back. And Ted DiBiase is just so happy that Grimes is no longer the butler. And now he's the champ. He's probably really happy. He's, he's not, not the, the butler. <laughs> like, I'm too old for that shit. Yeah. He says, I can't believe you get to carry on the legacy of the million dollar title. And Grimes says, this Tuesday, there's going to be a million dollar celebration. And Ted, we're going to the moon. So this Tuesday, what could happen? Is LA Knight going to try to get involved again? No, I think, we, I think we've got to see someone else. Go after this title. Million dollar title. I think I said top dollar. Top dollar feels a little busy with other stuff <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, Eventually, yeah. Who else needs money? Okada? Oh, no. This is the perfect... Okay. Who is it? I know you won't like this. Oh. Baron Corbin. Yeah. He, he, he needs money right now. Yeah. I think he won 100 That would Vegas. actually kind of make sense. Yeah. He needs money, so he'll go after the million dollar title. Yeah, he's going to NXT despite all its apparent woes. Wow. Yeah. Actually, that can make for some quite entertaining promos baron corbin coming in and being like i mean i've even got to come here for money and i mean this place is fucking dying yeah but i i guess he fits the build does he now <laughs> going forward in nxt yeah. yeah i mean he was so good when he was here last time yeah. william regal walks into joe's dressing room and he's like hey i just want to say he's basically like being really nice and coy and he's like i just want to say thanks for doing this and good luck and then he just kind of flips and goes joe 
kick his ass. Kick his ass. Ah, Regal wants Joe to kick his ass. Fixes in. We go to our next match. I like the line, I hope it entertains the fans, because even that was a way of saying, like, come on, kick, kick this guy's ass. These guys don't like him. Yeah. Um, Regal knows. Mm. Our next match. Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Three. The ultimate era. What are they calling it? The ultimate finale. The era finale. The undisputed finale. The undisputed finale. I like it. Two out of three falls. First fall, normal wrestling match. Second fall, street fight. Third fall, if it gets to that cage match. William Regal chose it. So this match starts off, and they clearly were watching Dragonov and Walter. So Cole and Kyle are going at it with strikes and pump kicks, and Kyle locks in an ankle lock. There's a Panama City sunrise, and it, it's a counter, and Kyle pretty much gets him rolled up. It's like the Bret Hart just kneeling down on the shoulders yeah. finish. Owen thing, right? Yeah. Kind of like that. And Kyle gets the first fall, like, pretty early here. Very quick. Um, I I quite liked that because it sort of took you off guard a bit and the fact it was a the rules are a classic wrestling match i kind of like it it finishes with a classic wrestling hold rather than necessarily taking them out with three finishers so early in the match when we know we've got two falls also worked for me because kyle lost the wrestling match so it's kind of got that w back yeah yeah it it got a little hectic and they're doing all their moves really quick and then it kind of Came out of nowhere. I also think maybe smart. We've just had that war of a wrestling match between Dragunov and yeah. and Walter. It kind of makes sense to be, let's change the the style very quickly and let's get to the weapons because it just changes the... Otherwise, you go compa- you're comparing a little bit like to the last one. Well, it match. goes to the street fight and this is where Adam Cole's getting all these chairs uh, Kyle eventually sits him down on a chair at ringside and then puts a trash can on him and then runs off the, the apron with a flying drop kick, crashing into the body of Cole sitting down on a chair with the trash. Looked great. Uh, there's then Cole who comes back with these like chair shots to the midsection. And this is where it all starts with Kyle selling this like these, this midsection pretty much the whole match. He gets thrown first like chest and body and gut first into the ring post. And then there's a kendo stick. And this is where Adam Cole locks in the lock jaw, <laughs> meaning the, the mandible claw and everything. Adam Cole is all elite confirmed. No, <laughs> right. He locks that in. He's also using the kendo stick to do it, which is awesome. Getting flashbacks from Britt Baker. There's then a strike fest back and forth. Kyle hits a German, uh, but he goes to run the ropes and sells that. Like the ropes hurt. And he's like, ah, this is where there's more chairs involved. Kyle hits a dragon screw into a chair. There's a double boots to the face. They're down. And it's where Cole gets a solid steel chain and nails him with it. But it's only a two count. There's then a sushi garoshi. And then Kyle gets up onto these like chairs and gets like, is it Cole that sets up the chairs like back to back? Back to back. Yeah, he did it in the Alistair Black match. He's done it in some of the war He games. usually ends up eating it. And he's the one that eats it. Usually. However, this time... Kyle gets sent off the top rope onto this and, yeah, looks very painful, especially in the match where he's trying to sell the fact that his his back, his ribs, everything there is hurting. It would be red in the video game, essentially. And he gets thrown onto both chairs standing back to back. Yeah, ouchie. And as he's screaming in pain, Cole gets up, hits him with the last shot, 
and Cole pins Kyle for the second fall, which means we're going to the steel cage. Yeah, I think this was the best fall of the match. Some really crazy stuff. I love the drop kick to this, uh, the like trash can on the outside. I loved Adam Cole's tease of the last shot where he's setting up his pose. So you see Kyle cover his head and then gets hit in the ribs with the kendo stick. I thought that was pretty fun. And the, the spot to close it off with that, uh, that backdrop on the, on the steel chairs was pretty nuts. Um, so yeah, th- this was the most exciting fall for me. For I think sure. so. It had them using moves with weapons properly. Like they're pretty good at that mm. stuff. There's a steel cage being lowered, but there's a trash can that kind of gets caught in, in between it. So th- I don't know if this was planned or not, but they instantly throw to like a recap of the first two falls. But they're showing quite a lot of it recapping. So it's like they definitely were stalling. But then once they get it, they cut right back to the ring and the third fall starts. So they, yeah, they stop the, the cage from coming fully down. So, and Cole and Kyle start fighting on the outside and Cole power bombs him on the table. Yeah. Ouch. Um, and then go back in the ring and they just can't seem to get this cage down. But they do quite a good job with the, I was actually concerned for a second after that big, backdrop to Kyle on those chairs because you've got the doctors in there, the medics all checking on him. And I think they did a good job of going, oh shit, is Kyle hurt here? Yeah. And especially with the cage hovering. Um, but yeah, then they, they clearly had a few issues because these replays went on a while. But then the match starts. There's a flying knee from Adam Cole here. Uh, he goes up top and he hits one of those. There's a last shot that's blocked. And then Kyle hits a last shot for a near fall. There's a low blow from Adam Cole, but it's only a near fall. Then it looks like both guys are trying to escape the cage. I got a little confused there. William Regal knows these guys want to kill each other. They've been attacking each other in gyms, making fun of each other's wives. They've been saying terrible things to each other. They hate each other. Why would the third fall of this war be escape? I I somewhat agree. This here was Cole trying to escape and Kyle after him. And Cole throughout this whole feud has been kind of, I I don't care how I win, I'm just better than you. Right. Whereas Kyle's been the one who has to prove it, had to get that killer instinct. So this was more Cole just being like, fuck it, I'm escaping. Like, Kyle's fucked. Well, then Cole, they both did try to escape, but then they don't go back to it. And then it's Cole who does a Panama City sunrise off the ropes, like using the cage to stand up on the ropes and jumps off nailing Kyle with this just looks awesome, but he kicks out 2.9. Adam Cole gets a little kinky by bringing out the handcuffs Mm. and he handcuffs Kyle to the cage and delivers a nasty super kick right to the mush. And then another one as he's screaming at him, he goes for a third, but somehow with one hand free, Kyle catches Adam Cole's super kick and locks in a heel hook while he's caged. He's sorry, he's handcuffed to the cage. Adam Cole is screaming and taps out. Kyle O'Reilly wins the two out of three falls. And Kyle O'Reilly wins the final era. The uh, undisputed finale. That's right. Wow. He is Mr. Undisputed Era. Yes. Wow. Um, Adam Cole is dead. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm not massively into steel cage matches and felt, um, this kind of, I didn't feel it was a right, a great climax to this match, particularly. Um, the whole match to me felt condensed. It sort of felt like it was going to be this big main event between these two, but then just felt a little 
uh, we kind of got the abridged version, you know? And I think there's going into a match like this and I'm watching going, well, Cole is losing because he's either moving up to the main roster and you'll give the win to Kyle or he's just leaving and going elsewhere and therefore they'll give the win to Kyle. So therefore there wasn't really much doubt in my mind Kyle would win, which kind of took away from some of those near falls towards the end. It was This wasn't bad at all, uh, but I think coming off that last match and then maybe this not for me quite reaching the level of maybe their previous match or some of these epic long feuds we've had in NXT, like, yeah. like the Cole Gargano, the Cole, the Gargano Champa. Um, it was, it was okay. Remember when Gargano and Champa had that crazy feud and then it was supposed to be the blow off. So then Champa got hurt though. So they went to the crazy two out of three falls from Adam Cole and mm. Gargano, which I think is probably one of my favorite matches like ever. And then, they went back to it again, and I kept saying, oh, it should be Hell in the Cell. It should be Gargano, Champa, Hell in the Cell, WrestleMania weekend. But we didn't get it. And then we didn't get it again because of the pandemic. Yeah. This could have been one of those times where if you went to a crowd, you could have done this as a Hell in the Cell. Maybe it would have been a bit more epic. The three stages of – sorry, it's not even that. It's the two out of three falls. Even the Adam Cole, Gargano, three out of two out of three falls was kind of weak. I, f- I feel all the third parts have been a little weak Yeah. in, in these epic NXT feuds we've had. Uh, I wasn't big on the Toronto Gargano Cole one. It was fun, yeah. but we've seen better quality. And I, and I do feel that like the third fall was just a little underwhelming. I thought, I thought this match was a little underwhelming. Maybe I wish maybe they had more time. Maybe it's something, something felt a little off. And now, of course, with everyone saying what we've been thinking the past few mm. weeks on Up Next is, is Adam Cole all elite? Is this his goodbye? Did, is this him going out? Maybe. Because maybe that's why it's a little off. Maybe that's... I, I, I do think there is that air and the fact the uh, look. So the crowd here afterwards were chanting bullshit. They were chanting and, bullshit and stuff like that. And I wouldn't go that far no, at all. Like no. this isn't a bad match. I enjoyed the match. Yeah. But it, it does kind of give you that sense of that something in the air where this guy might be going and people aren't maybe the crowd here aren't happy about it or just didn't feel the match really hit that peak. Hmm. All, all I know is uh, I don't use, I don't watch it every week, but I'm, I might be watching Being the Elite tomorrow. Mm. Might be, I mean, I'll watch it. So the that. Bucks changed their bio, right? They changed the bio to The Seance of Adam Cole, which was one of their old videos. Yes. Very interesting. And Very uh, interesting. Adam Cole's merch is looking a little cheaper right now. Yeah, it's interesting. Shop. WWE Shop, uh, all the Adam Cole merch just, d- just dropped in price. Or is that because he's going to be getting main roster merch rather than the NXT stuff? Who knows? I really don't want to see him in WWE more. I've said on the show, Adam Cole in All Elite Wrestling is more perfect than a lot of the other people who are in Mm. All Elite Wrestling because he's got the history with these guys. They were making towns on these indies. Those Ring of Honor stuff, they were killing it, in my opinion. And now, if he is going to All Elite, you already got... CM Punk just showed up. Everyone, we're going to be watching anyways. He could even chill for a few months. And won't make people wonder where he is and then show up because there's... There- I think that would be better. Like, that's, yeah. my, that's my worry with... Not worry, but I just think there's a lot going on. Yeah. And I think if he is maybe going to AEW, yeah. don't get lost in this whole Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Malachi Black thing. Like, right. give it a few months and then have him come yeah. at, right, at the right time. There's so, much, there's so much story you could do with him and the Elite... Him and the Bucks, Kenny in the, involved, like anything, any of those. He could have Adam versus Adam, 
the battle of who gets to keep the name Adam, mm-hmm. Hangman Page and Adam Cole. There's so many things you could do, and I definitely am super excited if that is the case. Of course, we could be watching Raw and he shows up, so like, like we could be eating these words, but uh, I just the fan in me wants to see that. It, it's very interesting wherever he goes because we, we know the reports are there that he's been turning down a lot of offers from WWE. Yeah. So if he does stay, what kind of things that they promised him and are mm. we going to see it come into fruition yeah will he headline saudi arabia against bill goldberg who knows right like there's so and much the undertaker more fun thing don't you want to hang yeah. out with your friends and your wife <laughs> wouldn't that be way more fun he called out doing brit's move in the match means you're going that's what i think. i don't know i work in a bar and i have a lot of people come in kind of escaping their wives i don't know why in wrestling it's the only <laughs> place where people seem to want to work with their wives yeah don't you know the mirror Mir- Miro story yeah yeah mm. maybe he's onto something maybe <laughs> always work with your wife in the industry <laughs> i i didn't think this was a bad match by any means but uh, i'm happy kyle gets the win that means cool kyle kyle o'reilly can go on to face anyone really he could get the title from joe he could face someone down the line i think kyle should stay in nxt and have this like title storyline that leads up to maybe mania season i I think this is what it we we often talk about these unofficial number one contender matches or takeovers this definitely felt like that and i think that's the right direction to go even if the last shot of this match was kyle standing in the ring but people chanting bullshit Mm. because they didn't really feel like that match was up to their standards we go to Ilya dragunov backstage being interviewed he's all beaten up and he says the ring general has fallen and long live the sun the saw. The saw. Yeah, C Z A R. Oh, okay. The saw. He's the saw of Russia. Damn, love it. This guy's badass. There's a promo from Santos Escobar and Legado del Fantasma, and he's calling out Isaiah Swerve Scott for the North American title. We thought we would see this on this card, but they didn't add it. Um, but it's okay. We'll get it on TV. I'm pretty sure soon. Yeah, it was more uh, promoting the matches Tuesday, the six man. Yeah, between the two factions he says he who laughs last laughs best mm. and you you took offense to this i didn't take offense i just thought it was laughs loudest he and that laughs, sounds better he who laughs last laughs loudest he who laughs last it's hard to laughs say, best he who laughs who say it 10 times fast go he who laughs last laughs loudest he who laughs last laughs best it's it's a mouthful for both sure are, both are okay but i'm a, a world champion rapper so i i can <laughs> Can get my lips around these words. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we rappers do. Yeah. You sound like Skepta. Good. You sound like... That's what uh, I'm going for. <laughs> who's the other guy? Who's the main guy in the UK? You, Dizzy Storm- Rascal. Oh, Dizzy Rascal. <laughs> nice, nice. Stormzy. Stormzy's the goat right. over there. Stormzy's your Drake. Like, he's, he's the goat. Uh, we go to Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe. Yes. The main event of TakeOver 36. The champion, Karrion Cross defending the NXT t- title against Samoa Joe. And this is the first match Joe's had in quite a long time. Yeah, February last year, I believe. Wow, that's nuts. And, well, we all know Karrion Cross has been wrestling lately because he has lost to Jeff Hardy. But he's gotten that win back. He got that win back. So he is the, the linear NXT champion, so it's okay. You know, Joe's had his fair share of trouble with Jeff Hardy in the past, too. So they could, they could bond over that. TNA days, bro. True, true. Yeah. Who's the linear... Uh, father of Dominic these days. Uh, d- I don't know. Yeah, I've I lost guess track. I, I'm gonna I was assu- on top of this. I'm gonna assume Rey Mysterio because I watched them in a tag team match and they said father son. But no, like they that lie. Means nothing. Yeah, they lie to me. It's always Eddie because I still have my original "I'm your poppy" shirt and that's what <laughs> that means. 
carrying cross Samoa Joe. This starts off with Joe beating down on him. There's kicks in the corner, like the, the almost like the Pele back kick there. There's lots of brawling. And this is where Cross comes back with the doomsday Saito suplex. And then the forearm to the back of the head that sends Joe to the outside. So he it's kind of similar to the Dakota thing where he hits his move early, but it sends him to the outside. He uh. can't get the pin. They come back in the ring and there's a big boot exchange and forearms and there's a pump handle exploder suplex from Cross for a two count. Joe comes back with the snap power slam just getting Cross there for a two count. There's then the classic Samoa Joe submissions, including the cross face where he's wrenching on Cross, but he finally gets his foot on the ropes. There's a belly to belly from the champion and then Joe comes back with the big boot senton and then another one to the back. He goes for the coquina clutch the sleeper hold, but carrying cross seems to slither his way out of it and somehow put Joe in his version, the cross jacket. And this is where Joe starts to fade and CWC, the crowd are booing and, and saying, no, they're chanting for Joe, Joe, Joe. But Joe, who's someone who loves to put people to sleep, he himself is going to sleep here. But then Dribbling blood from yeah. his mouth. Oh, his mouth is all drooly and there's blood in it and it's just a visual. He he wakes back up. He hulks up, if you will. He then gets out of the cross jacket, but it's then carrying cross who hits him with another elbow to the back, which just levels him here. As he's going forward again, Joe counters the cross jacket into a urinagi and then cross somehow gets up and gets put on the top turnbuckle. And we all screamed at the TV. Could it be, we haven't seen him do this in quite a while, the muscle buster yeah. from Samoa Joe, one, two, three, the champ is here. The champ, remember that was his thing? When? That was his theme song. DNA. Ring of Honor? DNA. <laughs> the champ is here. Samoa Joe is the new NXT champion. It's, what is it? The three P. The three-peat. It's the three-peat. Yeah. It's the three-peat. first ever three-time NXT champion. He was provoked, and, and he came in. Now he's champ. Yeah. Did a shit job as assistant to the general manager of NXT. He really weaseled his way he into it. And now he's he got his job back. Threw away the poncho, and now he's a champion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Samoa Joe wins the title, and carrying cross problem, we wash our hands with it. Go to Raw. Yeah, this Dickie Dickie had the word business on on our watch along, and I kind of agree. This was just kind of doing the business and getting this title on Joe off of Cross. Um, the match was all right. Uh, it was a little weird. Scarlet wasn't there again. The crowd didn't seem to like that. A lot. We want Scarlet. We chance. want Scarlet chance. Um, Joe looked looked great. I thought still looked pretty quick and still looked pretty snug with a lot of those strikes. And I I kind of like that. Um, cross losing to the to the muscle buster, it, it in a way weirdly protects him on the way out because we all know this move's been mm. banned for a while, or maybe it's just banned on main roster because it was it was when he made his uh, move up to the main roster that he stopped using it. So yeah. maybe NXT the muscle buster's fine, but it was cool seeing that again and kind of it's like a super finisher now that put away this dominant champion. Um, I'm curious. I just want to move on now. 
Like, we've got the title on Joe. Let's get the, the actual cool matches we want to see with Samoa Joe. Yeah, no disrespect to Karrion Cross. I think, actually, he could be a big name in WWE. He has a big look. He, he'd be throwing people around up there. Honestly, I, it would be more interesting for me to see him go do that. Mm. Go beat the shit out of Jeff Hardy. Get that over with. And then move on to something. Because, like, yeah. Uh, but, it's, I mean, Joe winning opens more doors. I already talked about how I want to see Joe versus Walter. But then you could do Joe versus Pete Dunne if he's around. You could do Joe versus... Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle, Johnny. Johnny, Joe. There's so many Champa, different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many different avenues you can go. It makes it a lot more fresher. I think Karrion Cross. unfortunately, I, I keep bringing up that Jeff Hardy thing, but for a lot of people, once that happened, it was like, all right, what's, can we move on? It mm. became like not really important. I'm happy they, I, I am, I'm glad they gave this the main event. I actually would have, they, if knowing Dragonov and Walter were going to kill each other out there, they probably should have just put that last because everyone would be like, all right, well, that was amazing. But it makes sense here. If Joe didn't win, I feel like the crowd would have been upset. Yeah, I, th- I think the placing of this, you had to have Joe win. Yeah. Uh, I think ending with Cross uh, as the champion here just wouldn't have worked. Um, I do think you could have put Volterilia at the end. And I think it would have made a bit of a statement. You've already been putting over how this was the match of the year last year. Why would you not put the match of the year in the main event? Um, you know these guys are going to deliver. And I think it would have had maybe a nicer build to something like really special at the end. The show peaked to the middle and we kind of had this analogy on, on our watch longer earlier. Um, this show was like a mountain, but like the, the view was always great. You always had these fantastic views from the mountain, but you just reached the peak in the middle, which was Volterilia. And then you're kind of coming down, and you've seen these views before, and they're still nice, but we're maybe yeah. getting towards the bottom now. Well, I don't know if Karrion Cross watched Dragonov and Walter of how to do those forearms to the back of the head just right, but I still I still think Karrion Cross isn't as bad as he's all made out to be. I just think it would make sense to go, and I'm super happy in this direction. Of course, we hear all this news about NXT is going to be changing. It's going to change. It's going to the, the way it looks, the way it's shot. It's going to be big lads wrestling. No more indie shit. No more indie riffic. If this is the way, then this is the way. I guess Samoa Joe is a pretty big lad, so he's our champ. Yeah, like big lads doesn't automatically mean shit. It That's could right. do. That's right. It could be Shanky and Veer, whatever from Raw. But like we've had some big, good big lads in the past, and. We'll just see. Watch this space. At the moment, since all this talk, I think NXT's been very good. And I really enjoyed this takeover. I think this is possibly the strongest takeover we've had for a while. Oh, yeah. Takeover delivers. It still delivers. And I'm sure it's still going to deliver moving forward. Things might be just a little different. Yeah. If it goes a little different, cool. We're still going to watch it. We're still going to chat about it because that's what we do. That's what we do Mm. here. But you know what? Uh, Obviously, I think it's safe to say match of the night was Walter and Dragunov. But... I didn't mind and everything on the match didn't kind of overstay its welcome as well. Like yep. it kind of fit in the slot here. And that's kind of what I like about takeover. It wasn't like six hours of SummerSlam or like eight supposed of hours of SmackDown that could happen. Yeah. Like this show, it was like, Oh man, that match just wasn't quite as good as the one before. Like, come on, that's yeah. great. Every, every, like there wasn't a bad, bad match in my opinion on this show. Yeah. But there was some really, really fucking good matches. Uh, the Twitch chat says we're just in denial. NXT is dead. Okay. 
I'm just, someone just say that. But I, I think I think the same people are like, oh, well, what's the point of watching the show if it's gonna like change? It's like, well, what's the point in doing anything? Live in the like, now. I might die tomorrow. Live in the what's now, the point bro. In anything. Yeah, if it's good now, oh, like, but they might eventually go to the main roster, and it's like so. Yeah, who cares? So, I'm watching now. Can I not enjoy going to an indie wrestling show because they might end up in this company and might end up on the main roster? Yeah, chasing Reginald. You I can enjoy what's in front of me at the present. Wrestling fans were just so jaded. We're just yeah. so mean, and, yeah. and just man, y'all. We need to go out more. Yeah, the world's opening up. We do. I need to go out. It's, it's been a long weekend. I've been on Twitch all weekend. I've been asleep on Twitch. Yeah, been alive on Twitch. No, you know what? On Twitch. Another another takeover in the books. Takeover thirty six, and it did deliver. Honestly, it had some good stuff. It had some really good stuff, and it had some great stuff. Honestly, one of the best takeover matches. Full stop. NXT matches. One of the best matches. Walter Dragunov too. Definitely delivered. I can't wait to watch them. Like back to back now. Like yeah. watch the first one, watch the second one. You know, one day. Do we have a part three? We get a part three. We've got to. Yeah, we definitely got to get to a part three. Uh, well, it'll be the first full will be a straight wrestling match. Uh, the second full straight will be wrestling a street ma- fight. Oh yeah. And the third full will be name that tune. <laughs> <laughs> one final beat. Yeah. Name that tune. Yeah. Wrestling tunes only. Uh, so that's what we thought of Takeover Thirty Six. We do have feedback. We have an up next Facebook group called up next group join it and we'll let you in and we put up a feedback thread and you can write in and we'll read them here on the show including and i think i have all of them open up here i'm going to start with a one sean mcteer who says awesome show as always tremendous start from night and grimes with a fun match that got the crowd to a hot start dakota and raquel kept the night going with another great match that had me really believing that dakota had a chance though raquel winning makes sense match of the night weekend month of the year goes to dragonov and walter with Ilya finally conquering the unconquerable the final two matches of the night could not quite match the nxt title match the cole o'reilly match could not quite match their unsanctioned match but the match was still great and worthy of a send-off for Adam Cole. The main event was a one-man show because, honestly, Cross just looked like garbage. Luckily, that one man was Samoa Joe, who revived the muscle buster to exercise Cross from NXT and banish him to the wastelands of Monday Night Raw. I don't know what the future holds for NXT, but I'm going to front and center in my front TV. I'm going to be front and center on Tuesdays at 8. He's going to be watching on Tuesdays. He's going to watch. Yeah. Yeah. We go to Magan, who says, I needed to cleanse my palate after SummerSlam left me conflicted and TakeOver 36 did its job with authority. Grimes Knight was a strong opener and a payoff to a great story. I will say that LA Knight using the Hogan scheme was pretty clever and DiBiase was used well. NXT will never do right by Dakota Kai and I just have to deal with it. That said, her and Raquel had a very good title match and Kaylee Ray got the change of scenery she needed. I've had really high expectations for Volta Dragunov too, and these two crazy bastards did it again. It was slightly more technical, and the finish was even sweeter seeing Volta tap out. Match of the year for the rest of the year. Cole O'Reilly 3 was a strong fitting end to their long-running saga. Shame on the CWC for shitting on the outcome, fickle bastards. Joe fulfilled the three-peats, and he sent Cross out to pasture. I howled when I saw him pull off the muscle buster. It's been years, so it meant something when he hit it. Even with the elephant in the room being ever-present, NXT hit another home run in spite of all the noise surrounding its future. Sidebar, if only the old man would stop booking them in squash losses on the main roster. Yeah, Bianca Belair, shout out there. 
Dylan writes in, what a show. This is the end of NXT. We love, we least get a beautiful swan song. Grimes beating Knight, though predictable, was pure joy. Kai versus Gonzalez was great, though I think they picked the wrong one to go over. Kai is probably headed to Raw or SmackDown. Dragonov Walter 2 was one of the best matches I have ever seen. The finish was Chef's Kiss. Long live the Tsar. Speaking of swan songs, Cole went out on his back. A fun match with innovative spots to get over idea that Cole was a great wrestler, but you can never count Kyle O'Reilly out. Oh, and finally, the cross reign of terror is over. I hope Joe gets to face every big star while they're still in NXT. Me too. We go to Jordan, who says, was not excited for this show at all after last night's marathon, but NXT really came through to save the weekend. Ilya versus Volta was my match of the night. It's time for Cole to move up or on. If NXT is dying, what a glorious death it shall be. <laughs> NXT is dead. We go to Will Henderson. Fantastic show. This is how they end the era of NXT. It was a great way to go out. Walter Dragunov was phenomenal. Best match I've ever seen live. Will was there. The crowd did not want to boo Adam, and I think that's going to hurt Kyle in the long run. He's part of the rebrand, if he's part of the rebrand. The finish came out of nowhere and took the air out of the building. The crowd was hyped all night and into everything after the show. Cross got up, and he was met with boos and na-na-na-na, hey-hey, goodbye, as he he jaw-jacked the crowd. But then the crowd started a Bobby chant before he left the stage. Um Actually, it was a Hardy chant, is what Darren wrote oh. uh, in the in our Twitch chat. It was they were chan- chanting Jeff Hardy at him. Interesting. Uh, something he's probably going to hear for a very long, long time. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> and then on the forum.postwrestling.com, we uh, proudly uh, do this show for postwrestling.com. Yeah. Um, so you can leave your feedback there if you are a patron of Post Wrestling. We go to Jesse from the Six, who says Dragonoff versus Volta was seven stars. The rest mostly just made me sad. Take care. P.S. Porter versus Sino was lit and Fire Frank is scary good. Mm, nice choice of words yeah. uh, there, Jesse. We go to Alex Patel. Dragon of Walter 2 over Joe Punk 2. It will own you. Well, you know what, Alex Patel? I 100% agree with you. Mm. Facts. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah. And Ben from Vancouver says, thought it was a good show. Dragonoff versus Walter was incredible, but none of it makes me or anyone else want to watch NXT UK ever. Joe did not look good. I see him vacating the title, and what follows is a tournament for this new NXT full of guys that Vince likes. Cole O'Reilly was good, not great. It blows my mind that they had Cole for four years and never ran with him as a babyface. The crowd wants to cheer that guy, and I guess they will in AEW. Everything else was fine. Feels like Kai is a main roster bound and will probably job to Charlotte in a few weeks. Oh. What, a, what a wonderful note to end things on. <laughs> ben from Vancouver clearly uh, does not go out either. <laughs> Joking. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you know what, though? Something Charlotte won last night. And I've been saying something with my tinfoil hat on that Charlotte's going to do the Alundra Blaze. How could she do the Alundra Blaze if she wasn't the champion? Oh, now she's the champion. Interesting. Watch Dynamite. Now imagine she could be the turn, the, she, the new she, radicals. She has to. Uh, we've been thinking: Will they do this eventual Randy versus Cena to break the sixteen? I reckon we'll get Cena Charlotte down the line. Cena versus Charlotte. Yeah, take my money for the seventeenth championship. <sighs> that's that's better than Cena Randy. Yeah, for the seventeenth so. title. Well, I they can't so. do it with Rick anymore. Nope, because he left. Yeah. He'll be, He'll be He's back. He'll be back. He's always back. Then before the Hamilton song. No. Uh, so that was Takeover 36. Thank you, everyone, for your feedback. Even Ben. 
<laughs> Bless you, Ben. Yeah. Thank you guys uh, for listening in here and listening to us talk about TakeOver. We talk about NXT every week, no matter if it's big guys, little guys, bad guys, good guys. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Still, we'll still be We've watching. We've had everything in NXT, haven't we? Throw it at us. We'll yeah. still watch it and we'll review it. it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you can hang out with us every Tuesday, Wednesday night on Twitch as we record Up Next and Be The Elite. But if you like us a lot, you can check out patreon.com slash upnext for only $5 a month, North American tier. You get access to all the retro NXT reviews. We call it Was Next. We're currently in 2013. Big E is our champion right now. We got a lot of things going on in there, including Neville... Pack uh, Cesaro recently happened. Jericho Bray Wyatt recently happened. Yeah. Some crazy stuff. Uh, we also do movie reviews, reviews from the six. We did Freddy versus Jason for Friday the 13th. We've done Wrath of Khan since all the Khan talk is everywhere. We're going to be talking about Juice next week. Juice with Tupac. Yeah. With world champ patron B Detroit. Uh, on the free feed, you can listen to him and Sino do Turning Heels, where they're going to be bringing out their second episode this week, where they chat all about the stars show heels which is super awesome if you can do that but back on the patreon yeah we got so many other things there it's only five bucks for north americans here we got best match ever we did a best match ever daniel bryan we did a best match ever triple mania this past month um we're also i think it's safe to say for september i think we got to do a summer of punk summer of punk we got to do a summer yeah. of punk so that'll be coming out in september but give us a shot because five bucks gets you access to all these things and if you're a psycho for the bde World Champ patrons, 25 bucks a month. You get everything, but you also get to pick stuff for us to review and come on the show. Uh, and you get access to Behind the BDE, where we really get too personal. Oh, all the time. Yeah, all the time. definitely. Uh, but five bucks a month for North American Tier. Get access to all these shows, including all the stuff in the catalog. 350 plus Over 300, podcasts. Yeah, something, a lot of podcasts to listen to. Crazy like that. Well, we talked to someone in our uh, tailgate yesterday who's just catching up on... Like everything. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's never too late to go back uh, and listen and see what was going on. Um, but I want to say one last time, it's been a hell of a weekend. Uh, go check out Up Next Summer. Uh, the isolated clips are there. If you have time to throw it on in the background and put the whole thing on. Uh, a lot of work went into it from Braden, myself and Dickie Bird. And all our guests who came to, to compete mm-hmm. in Up Next Summer. Um, Frank... Frank, Fire Frank, John Ceno, all the whole crew, and all Nate you guys. Milton, yeah. Eric Marcotte. But for all you guys listening and, and checking the videos out, go go watch them, go like them, go share the the. You'll know what video I'm talking about. Fire Frank. I think your wrestling friends would appreciate. Go check it out. You may even see an appearance from John Pollock. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, interesting. Go check it out because these videos are so sweet. Go watch the whole show, like you said. It's on YouTube. YouTube.com slash upnextpodcast or the Twitter Instagram for upnext is at upnextpodcast. We finally got over a thousand people we following did. us. God damn We've it. We've got to keep it above. So go now. follow us as well and go check out all the stuff because it was quite a weekend for us and we had so much fun and we would, we want your feedback on it and go check it out because the next time we do one of these games is going to be in a long time. Probably like Survivor Series. Survivor Series. So uh, we got yeah. some time to chill and to plan and plot. So thank you guys. Of course, up next, we'll be back on Tuesday night chatting all about some NXT wrestling. Because you know why? NXT is dead. NXT is very much alive and we are your friends. Up next is always alive. Up next will always be alive. Hey, take care. Oh, wait, I forgot to say. I'm Braden Harrington and I am on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the D. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye, be safe, 
and uh, match of the year. Five stars, Dragon Off and Walter. Ahoy! Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.